welcome to episode 20 of the Cloth Nappy Geek podcast. Today I'm joined by Sasha, who is the maker behind Posies Not Sposies. Join us as we talk about the mental health implications of COVID, being under a cloth nappy ban, and why everybody should have a wet bag. Sasha, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Grace. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. How are you? I'm I'm good, thank you. I'm excited so, to be here. Great. I'm excited to have you. Um, I'd like to start by talking about your own cloth experience. So you've got two boys that are at primary school, and then you're a little girl as well. Who's what's she? Four, 13, 14 months. Thirteen months. Yes. Yeah. Um, have you used cloth on all your children, or just your daughter? So Persephone, um, she's my first cloth bum baby. Um, I had the boys when I was quite young. Um, I was only 21 when I fell pregnant with Harrison. So I was quite naive. And to be honest, I honestly wasn't expecting a baby. So (laughs) when he came, it was, okay, what do I need to put on his bum? And disposals would do. And then when I had Frank, Harrison was only 20 months old. So I, again, was still quite young and, and very naive. And I didn't even think of, that there were any other options uh, out there. But we had a six year age gap between Frank and Posey. Uh, so I had a bit more time on my hands to do a bit of research. And I think when I was 12 weeks pregnant with her, I, I kind of made the snap decision that that's what I was going to do and it wasn't going to be anything else. So I did a lot of research and even sort of 18 months ago, there didn't seem to be many brands around. Um, I think with general Google search, there was uh, Bambino Mio, uh, Totspots, hadn't even heard of work at home mums when it came to cloth nappies and stuff like that. So um, I basically decided to buy a newborn starter set, got that done. And then when she arrived, I was like, this is good, but everything's very, very bulky. Yeah. Um, So we then um, kind of did a bit more research and I found the uh, cloth community then at that point, which I think I should have done a Facebook search before I delved in um, uh, and, and that community has been really valuable in keeping us going actually. So she was only six weeks old when we went into lockdown and that community kind of opened up a lot of doors for us in terms of brands. If you do a general Google search for cloth nappies or cloth diapers don't actually come up. Mm. So. Has Posey been in cloth full-time since birth, pretty much? Yes. So we had a mandatory 48-hour stay in hospital where I used disposables. Um, I wasn't really sure what the system was here, so I thought it's best not to add that extra little bit of pressure on top of that. Yeah. But since she she was home, um, at least 50% of the time to begin with, and then we gradually built up from that um buying different brands figuring out what worked for us and she's now 
I will say 95% of the time because we don't have enough night nappies to get through a week at the moment. So she does have a few days where she's uh, uh, in a disposable at night, but I, I feel, you know, I'm happy with that. I think, I think that's a good you know, place to be. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't need to be all or nothing and it's got to work for you and your circumstances. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so since then, you have started your own business, you're a work at home mum, and you make your own range of really beautiful nappies. So <laughs> you're welcome. Um, when did you start your business and why? I started in July 2019. Uh, my initial aim was to make something that was a bit more suited to P's needs. Um, people that follow me on Instagram or know me personally will know that she's really petite. Um, she's now 13 and a half months and she's just grown into six to nine month clothes. Gosh, she so is you, she is, she is really tiny. So a standard birth to potty nappy is really, really bulky on her. Um, so my, my initial aim was to find something that or make something that was quite trim in the gusset. So she wasn't sort of with her legs. I mean, you can imagine like kind of stuck out. Um, yeah. She's lying on the floor. Um, as cute as a big cloth bum is, she just looked a little bit ridiculous. Um, so that was my main um, aim. And then sort of buying fabric, you can only buy a minimum of a metre or half a metre, which was kind of surplus to me so I thought oh, I'll I'll sell off the extra and then it, it kind of grown from there so I had an amazing response to the first I want to say prototype because the nappies come on leaps and bounds since then um, and they worked really well for P and they worked really well for other people so I was quite proud of what I made and mm. um, I was in the UK at the time visiting my mum so I obviously I had the extra time uh, but mum and dad were really supportive and they were like, well, you know, if this is something that you want to do, then maybe you should pursue actually starting up a business and, and actually doing it as a job. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of grown from there. That's amazing. It's good to have support as well from people. Absolutely. Mum and dad have been amazing. Um, my mum's actually involved uh, in poses a bit. She's, uh, I, know, I need to give her some sort of... Uh, fancy title head of UK <laughs> operations should we go with that's brilliant yeah um, <laughs> so she she makes wet bags for me occasionally um she sorts all the distribution um she's she's amazing Bless her. yeah <laughs> um so one question I'm going to sneak in is how has the design of your nappies changed from sort of that first prototype to what you're offering now so when I initially started, I just downloaded a free um, cloth nappy pattern off Pinterest. I can't even remember the name of what it was called, uh, which, which was great. And uh, I adapted that to incorporate the rolled leg elastics, which are kind of like the signature of a posies because that's yeah. all that I offer at the moment. Um, and from working with that, I was finding that they were still quite long in terms of even on the smallest rice setting, um, they were coming well above P's belly button. So I thought, right, I need to kind of shrink this down a bit, make it a good length for her. Um, and then from there, we've developed 
uh, a large version because obviously petite nappies aren't great for all babies. Yeah. Um, since we've gone into actual production making for selling. Um, and then recently we've uh, introduced a pocket nappy and this week I've been developing the Posies Peanut, which is an Australian style, you know, one row of waist snaps, yeah. very trim, very small um, nappy, which actually I put on P for the first time yesterday um, and I absolutely loved it. So <laughs> I'm hoping that that one's going to be everyone's favourite, but we'll see. Yeah, it does sound good, although I do like a pocket as well. So <laughs> it's It's got a pocket in the back, so it's, oh, wow, um, it's perfect. Then. Yes, it does sound perfect. <laughs> uh, so when and how did you learn to sew? Um, my mum, uh, she was a typical 1980s mum with a big perm and she used to make us dresses out of what <laughs> could only be described as curtains. Um, so it's always been there. And when I was in my teen years, she taught me how to sort of make do and mend if I had a hole in my jeans I could sew that up mm. or you know wanted to embroider a, a denim jacket which I've done a million times um I, I knew how to do that but it was more recently when I'd say the boys were toddlers that um she taught me how to sew on a machine and then developed a bit of a passion for that and enjoy making them clothes and little dungarees. So for my birthday around five years ago, she actually bought me a sewing machine. And since then, I've just been making bits and bobs. Um, and then if I ever uh, hit a snag, I just jump on the phone to her and she's like, oh, you deal with this like this. <laughs> oh, thanks, mum. That's brilliant. Um, but she she spent a lot of my childhood um, as a seamstress. Uh, making bridesmaids dresses and wedding dresses, oh, wow. dresses so she's she's pretty talented that lady she is did she make your wedding dress she didn't um <laughs> she wanted me to wear her 1980s um lace I don't want to say monstrosity to offend <laughs> my mum <laughs> um so no we bought mine but uh, I think if she could have she would have yeah yeah <laughs> but sometimes you've got your heart set on something you've seen isn't it so it's exactly tricky. I wanted something modern and uh, embellished and I don't think that was kind of in her skill set so she didn't want to produce something that I wouldn't love yeah yeah and you've got to love it definitely absolutely so where did the name posies not sposies come from um well Persephone is occasionally called Posy. She was meant to be called Posy. That was my intention. Um, all my children have got quite long names um, and then I like to shorten them. So they've got their doctor names and then their everyday <laughs> names. <laughs> um, but she, she ended up just being called Peanut or P. Um, so I thought, right, I need to put the name Posies to use. Um, which which was the company name and then I just thought it kind of rolls off the tongue with the posies not sposies yeah added on to the end of it um yeah so there wasn't really that much thought uh, behind the brand name uh but it definitely fits I think with the the ethos of the company yeah I'd say so and it's kind of a it's a cute little nod to your daughter as well yeah 
I hope, I hope she thinks that in the future. <laughs> I'm sure she will. <laughs> um, so talk me through your nappies. You've got um, an all-in-one and an all-in-two, and then you've got your pre-flats. Yes. And you've got the two that you've got in production, like the pocket and the, what did you call it? The, the peanut one, yeah. That's quite a lot of stuff going on. It is. Um, I'm kind of scaling down production in terms of I'm working more to need than actually building stock for the website at the moment I've been right. really fortunate to have a couple of wholesale orders so everything's kind of going at a really steady pace mm -hmm. um so the nappies the the all-in-one um how would I describe it I imagine that people will be going now to have a look at the website and have, <laughs> hopefully um, having a sneaky peek. So my all-in-one is obviously designed to be quite trim um, and slim. So we've got the rolled elastics. The, the, the gusset is around five inches, um, I think, which is a little bit slimmer than your standard birth to potty nappy. Right. Um, obviously, depending on which band that you're using, because some of them are aimed towards that um, slim fit so we've got a double row of waist snaps a female hip snap um, on all the nappies across the range to to ensure that there's no irritation if you go past you know that uh stage yeah especially on sort of toddler sized babies and then our all-in-one and all-in-two nappies are lined with bamboo lining fleece and that is uh, bamboo against baby's skin, but it's backed with polyester, which acts as um, the moisture wicking uh, property. Okay. And then all of the nappies um, have a bamboo cotton fleece and uh, a hemp cotton French terry uh, absorbency. So I think at the moment, the ratio is two layers of the bamboo cotton and four of, four of the hemp. Um, which should give you kind of a, a good balance of quick absorption and sustained absorption. Um, although P has uh, given me <laughs> quite a bit to play with lately. She started flooding <laughs> everything. So looking into cotton as well as an option, as a, as a top layer. The, the all-in-one um, has a sewn-in core of three layers and then the um, additional three layers are sewn in at the front as like a tongue, so it kind of it flaps in and out. Yeah. So that can be folded in under itself to give you sort of nine layers at the front of the nappy. Or additionally, there's a quite a wide opening pocket at the front of the nappy as well, so it can be tucked inside. Um, so there's lots, lots of options for that one. And then we've also got the all-in-two, which again is the bamboo lining fleece, but that's the snake insert, three layers, top layer is bamboo cotton and the bottom two are the hemp and that snaps in at the back of the nappy. So again, you can kind of adjust that so that it suits your needs for yeah. your baby. Um, and then the pocket, I'm, I'm not even completely 100% sure where, the end product is going to be with that. So I don't want to talk in too much okay. detail, but it should, it should be the same fit 
as the all-in-one and the all-in-two, um, but it's lined with Wiccan jersey, and that one will come with a trifold, um, just for a bit quicker drying time, because yeah. I find that the all-in-one does take considerable amount of time to dry. The all-in-two is obviously quicker, mm-hmm. but, you know, something that kind of dries in 24 hours would be nice, Yeah, especially with the UK weather. And nothing dries in 24 hours at my house. <laughs> no, nothing does here either, so... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and then the pre-flat, I think, is a really good sort of hybrid option for people that want to use flats but are a bit put off by all the folds that you, it's not that you need to learn all the folds, but it can be a bit intimidating to start with. And I think the pre-flat's a really good way of getting all the benefits of like the easy washing and the faster drying time. But then it's really obvious what to do with it because it's got these little like tabs on it, hasn't it? Absolutely. So I actually got the idea from a work at home mum in the States Um, actually bought a few of her products. And and I thought these are amazing because I I tried with flats and with P being quite petite, it was quite difficult to get a good fit on there. So I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to give it a go and try one of one of these prefab things. And because you can actually fold it down in the middle sort of between the legs quite small depending on what you need Mm. I felt like it was a really good fit but then also on top of that like you said the washing and the drying is incredibly easy so we were using fitted proper fitted nappies before and I was waiting especially in the winter three maybe four days for them to dry and like I said, like we've not got a very big night stash at the moment. So sort of waiting four days for them to dry. I was only using them once a week and yeah. kind of thought like cost per use of, of this kind of isn't amazing at the moment. So mm. move on to something that can be thrown in the washing machine. And I know not everybody likes to dry theirs on a heat source, but I just whack mine on the radiators because it's just standard bamboo cotton French terry and hopefully it won't really affect um the the fabric integrity but then they're dry within 40 minutes so it's yeah. a really quick turnaround for us yeah that's which is important for me yeah yeah yeah. I, yeah you can't be waiting days like for stuff to dry <laughs> it's annoying no <laughs> yeah um so your nappies you offer the outer fabric um you either have the pwal or the minky yeah so I have to ask what your preference is between the two like both in terms of as a parent using them and as a seamstress working with them so aesthetics wise I think I prefer minky um sewing wise minky is an absolute nightmare to sew with <laughs> because it's got a lot more natural stretch than than pull so occasionally it can go through the the sewing machine and you just think what are you doing <laughs> and it's, especially because you sew the minky sides together everything's inside out um, it's almost like it repels itself so when you try and flatten it down and stick it through the machine it almost is like woohoo I'm going off this way <laughs> and I'm going off this way and I'm like oh my goodness <laughs> So in terms of the seamstress, pull is definitely, the PUL is definitely the easier option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I have a s- specific uh, minky sewing days, depending on how stressed out I am. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so nice as a nappy, isn't it? Like It really is, especially in the winter when you think, oh, it's just nice and cosy. There's no yeah. 
I just sometimes I feel like putting the the PUL on a baby it can be a little bit cold and a little bit harsh in the winter months yeah I know what you mean we've got um four night nappies and one of them is minky and um yeah I do prefer putting that one on him yeah it's definitely a bit squishier and lovelier yeah (laughs) um so as well as your nappies you've also do the wet bags which you talked about that your mum sometimes makes for you and a range of csp as well so you must be really busy um yes it feels like it now um as with everybody in the uk everyone's homeschooling and it's been quite a big thing to try and juggle everything with mm. P she's not a very good sleeper so she doesn't tend to sleep in the day unless she's having a contact nap which is excellent if you've got an actual real job um not that yeah. poses is a real job but um definitely a real job yes I know um <laughs> it's kind of a hobby isn't it really it's not a, a real job but um yeah definitely busy but for me it's it's kind of a blessing in disguise I think I've made it quite clear on my personal and Posey's page with you know part of the reason that I do this is to keep myself busy because I haven't had the best mental health in the past and keeping myself occupied day in day out is definitely a buffer um to stop myself from sitting there especially in a stressful situation like COVID and homeschooling, Mm. it can be quite easy to to let that sort of negative thinking overwhelm you. And with sewing, I have to concentrate. So it's it's kind of, you know, something that if I do it, I know that I'm not thinking about anything else. And then I'm not letting my mind travel into that kind of, oh, I I don't even know what to call it because it's different for everyone, but yeah. I think some people will know where I'm coming from. The, yeah. the, the busyness is definitely a godsend for me. Mm. Yeah, that's really good that you found something that helps you as well with your mental health. Yeah. Yeah. After this year, it's. I think everybody needs something. Yes. <laughs> Mine just seems to be buying the nappies. <laughs> yes, well... <laughs> kind of got banned from that so (laughs) (laughs) so he's taken to making them (laughs) yeah Yeah. so it's okay if I've got 60 because I made 20 of them so it's fine yeah maybe I need to get into making (laughs) yeah we'll just pretend just say I made this today did you see (laughs) I just start picking labels off things (laughs) (laughs) um so how do you decide on what prints to use I I think I've always had a preference towards more, I want to say grown up, but more, yeah, grown up prints in the, in the I like florals. Um, I like anything that I would potentially use for something for myself as well mm-hmm. in terms of a print, because I don't just buy the PUL and the Minky I also buy other fabrics to make P clothes and um, some other things to use around the house um but I am just a sucker for anything pretty so if it <laughs> catches my eye then I'll be like yes I will take that 
the most recent exclusive, which was the Magic Spells, that was kind of created with um, Nat Robinson design um, because my eldest son, Harrison, is a massive Harry Potter fan. Um, he actually uh, cross-stitched a, a little plaque for his room that said, you're a wizard, Harry. So I thought Bless if him. he's that committed, then we'll design a print together. So he wanted a black cat in there, which I think on most of the nappies that I've made is the main sort of bomb feature and the magic wand and the, and the spell book. But in terms of everything else, it just needs to be pretty. <laughs> Which I, I completely understand that everybody's concept of pretty is different. So Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love a floral print, but boy mum, so I don't I don't buy them. But which is probably for the for the best because there's so many nice florals out there there is there really is that's my biggest problem at the moment I've, I've taken to trying to make everything pink because P is my last baby and she's my only cloth bun baby so I think I've got some god-given right to have whatever pink and flowery nappy there is on the market um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's got a bit out of control but yeah <laughs> I just think even if you're a boy mum just buy the buy the pretty and buy yeah yeah I'm definitely against people that do put boys in florals or, or girls in I don't know trapped and nappies or whatever I guess for me this is my second child he's my only boy so I've enjoyed embracing the the boy things yes. you know what I mean kind of the opposite yeah, to really. you yeah yeah so it's nice um but there's less there's less boy prints than there are girly prints for sure yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it changes with your baby because when the boys were little, I always thought that the, the girls' range of everything was phenomenal and that, you know, on those sort of days where you think, oh, God, I wish I had a girl because it would be so much easier to just go and buy the clothes that I like. Yeah. And then I found the opposite with P and I go into the shops and I think, oh, all of those boy things are so cute. <laughs> it's not really much for a girl. <laughs> Maybe so. it's just perspective then. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> so what is the most favourite print you've ever made? Ooh, um, I don't know. I'm going to have to big myself up here in that the winter forage mushroom print was one that I actually painted myself. And oh, then I Yeah, I sent the uh, original paintings over to uh, Emma at Little Pea Patterns and she put them into a seamless design for me and then we had them printed from there. So it kind of holds a bit of a special place in my heart because I know that I've been there from the very, very beginning of, of yeah. production for that one. And there was more than just, well, that's pretty, let's get that printed um, behind that one. Oh, that is special. And I've seen some of your paintings recently. So I'm hoping that there might be a few more that you've painted. Oh, you? <laughs> when you sent, you sent me some that you were um, doing the other week. Oh, yes. Yeah. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sleep. So my memory is, uh, is rubbish. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hoping they, those will come to fruition at some point. Oh, yeah. I hope so too, in all sorts of different colourways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> not feeling it at all <laughs> so other than that what is next for your brand um I don't know um I would like to make a few more products that 
would then put the company as more of a, a children's retailer rather than a eco not that that's a bad thing but i think if you open up the variety then you could entice more people in that then may be more inclined to switch to cloth nappies yep yeah um, but also as a mum who has a young daughter i just i love buying from all sorts of different work at home mums so work at home people because there are people out there that make things without children um and supporting that type of slow and thoughtful business mm. so anything really that would entice people in to buy from me rather than the big conglomerate companies i think my next step might be change mats and maybe bedding but we'll see um I'm going to get some fabric samples from my supplier and see whether I'm happy with those um, in terms of making on a bit of a bigger scale. Yeah, I am here for the bedding. <laughs> me too. <laughs> because party training probably isn't too far off for me. Um, I need something else to indulge in. So, Yeah, well, wet bags and everything else. Yeah, we are going to keep yeah. our wet bags. I, I definitely like. I've got one for literally everything. I've recently just purchased some um, for the boys. Some I don't even want to say the brand. You know, our favourite brand. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, for for sort of beach bags, and then the mini wet bags. I've made a few for the boys, and they take their snacks or their water bottle in them at school because we've had quite a few occasions where the water bottles have not had the tops on properly, and they've yeah. leaked all over the boys' books. So they're actually incredibly handy for everyday life. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, um, I up until lockdown, I used to go swimming with my sister and her little baby once a week, and it's only then that I'm like she's got nothing to do with like her wet stuff afterwards I was like you really need a wet bag in your life yeah absolutely I keep saying to my mum you need one you, do, you need one just just in case because you could go anywhere step in a puddle wet socks in a wet bag yeah actually my mum asked for one and I gave her one of ours <laughs> <laughs> she swims really um she swims really regularly but um she wanted one that had a roll top because she didn't want the faff of having to zip it up closed but i i gave her one so yeah she's a convert as well that's amazing convert everyone to the wet bags yeah and <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you for your time today sasha it's been really lovely chatting to you and learning more about your brand thank you very much for, for hosting this grace appreciate it Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this. Please remember to subscribe to my channel and leave a review. And if you know someone else that would find this content really interesting, then please feel free to share it with them as well.